Blog Talk Radio. Woman Radio brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, August 27, 2018, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Happy Monday to you. I trust that you all had a wonderful weekend and that you took some time to really joy pamper yourself. As a reminder, if you didn't take the time also to review your calendar on Sunday, it's so important then immediately following the show, you need to make sure that all activities on your calendar are supporting the goals that you want to accomplish by this Friday. This, of course, is going to help you to stay focused and keep clear of your priorities. Well, this month, during the month of August, we have been discussing evaluating your business in 2018. Now, on last Monday, I um, was not able to do the show live, so I gave you a wonderful replay that had everything to do with evaluation because it was all about the power of follow-up. So hopefully you were able to listen to that replay and to really grasp some things that are going to help you as you evaluate your business, plan your strategies for 2019, and move your business to the next level. So today... Uh, As we continue at looking at evaluating uh, your business, I want to talk to you about the four powers of business strategy because the whole purpose of evaluating your business is going to be all about preparing it, looking at areas that need improvement, looking at things you need to um, enhance your business as you get ready to to prepare your business for strategy. Um, And it's so important because strategizing is all about the how, the blueprint of where you're moving your business to next. How is it going to be done? Uh, What are the the clear priorities and the goals of the business? And so, of course, this is all all this, this month, I'm providing you with information that is going to give you towards getting ready to strategize uh, for 2019 uh, with your business. Of course, we've got a great lineup today uh, on the show. Uh, I'm going to be giving you the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Of course, our book club book of the month, I will be reading an excerpt from the Little Black Book of Connections uh, because it is all about who you know, who knows you, and who knows what you do. So very, very important. Uh, Today in the Little Black Book of Connections, uh, we are going to be talking about elements of uh, positioning, how to position your business. For those that of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, uh, we want to let you know that this is definitely a radio show that is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a 
successful life, generating the income that you desire, right? We want you to reach for that six-figure and own to higher six figures and then own to seven figures. We want you uh, to generate that income that's going to help you to propel your life to another level financially. So I'm so excited that you are listening to Successful Woman Radio. For those of you that have been listening to the show and you're longtime listeners, please don't forget to share Successful Woman Radio with others. If you have a team, uh, if you're in direct sales or you're in network marketing and you have a team of women uh, and men that might be interested in listening to the show, please share the show with them as well. It is 12.05 after the hour, and of course, Again, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Let's go ahead and move right into the five questions to generate cash in 2018. The first question is, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Again, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Of course, that's very important because as the CEO of your company, you should always have your mind focused on your sales and how much money is coming in and what needs to come in. Number two, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Now, this question is going to all be dependent on whether or not you actually have a marketing system in place. If not, back to the drawing board you go because you need to take that time to properly build a marketing system. Listen, nothing is uh, is going to be perfect. You can't wait and procrastinate or sit around and wait for the perfect marketing plan or strategy. You've got to start of course, with understanding who your target market is, the best way to market your business, researching and looking at how, how successful businesses in your field are already marketing, it's going to be important for you to get that marketing system going. So come on, if you don't have one, now is the time. Here's question number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services and products? Of course, this question is all about you being in your entrepreneur visionary role, that ambassador role, that's so very, very important for your business. It's all about you reaching out and connecting with new people every day, letting them know who you are, what your business is all about, and finding out whether or not they need your products and services. Number four, what are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week. Um, If you'll remember just a few minutes ago, I asked you, uh, did you make sure that you review the activities that you have on your calendar this week? The whole reason being is that so often uh, businesswomen have this tendency to have a lot of different activities on the calendar, giving you a false feeling that you're busy as a bee and and that you've got plenty of work going on. But it may not be the right type of activities, the right type of work going on. It may not be the uh, money-generating activities. It may not be the type of work that's going to help you to accomplish your goals for the week. So you have to pay close attention to that. Number five in the five questions to generate cash for your business. What must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Of course, every business doesn't always have the best owner are the best CEO leader for it. As a matter of fact, that is why many businesses don't 
uh, accomplish uh, very much. That's why many businesses are not moving forward. That's why many businesses are not being successful because it has more to do with the leader and who's driving that business than anything else. But I believe that no matter what type of business you might have, everyone can be a good leader for their business. Sometimes uh, there are individuals who are better leaders than others when starting out, but it doesn't mean that you can't become the very best leader for your business, but you must constantly be evaluating yourself and also asking yourself what's required of you. What's, based on the business industry you're in, what's required for you to be a good CEO or leader of your business? And, of course, uh, you can really get started with that by knowing what should you be doing day in and day out as the leader of your business. And I'll tell you, you can't always keep your head right in the labor role and um, busy doing a lot of the labor part of the business, but not looking at the upper management portion and looking at what you have to do as the CEO to drive uh, sales with the company to make sure the company is being successful. So this is why the leader you need a good position description that's going to help hold you accountable and help remind you of the things that you need to be following up with as a CEO owner of your company. So this is what you should start with first. And if you have not developed a position description for your business, ladies, it's no time like now to go ahead and do so. I want to encourage you of that. And there you have it, the five questions to generate cash. Remember, you have the power to create your streams of abundance, and it always begins with you taking action. Well, that's all for our five questions. I hope that you guys, uh, you know, really practice those and ask those questions of yourself as often as you need to. I want to go ahead right now and uh, read to you an excerpt from the Little Black Book of Connections. Again, read an excerpt to you on the Little Black Book of Connections. Now, again, um, this book is just so chock full of information. Um, it is one of those books that you'll want to go back to again and again. Um, certainly, if you lead any kind of team, uh, if you are a speaker, it makes a great resource book for you to pull from uh, when you're talking about networking, when you're talking about building business relationships. So I definitely want to encourage all of you uh, that are following the show and listening to get your copy of the Little Black Book of Connections by author, um, and I want to make sure I pronounce his name right, Jeffrey Gittimer. And his last name is spelled G-I-T as in Tom, O-M-E-R. First name, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, Jeffrey Gittimer. Very, very good book. As a matter of fact, Jeffrey has put out some wonderful little books that I want you to check out on um, Amazon or check out on Barnes and Nobles or uh, Books a Million. Check them out uh, and and really consider following his um, um, his chat his website. Very good information on business overall. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with mastering the big uh, 8.5 elements of positioning, which is so very, very important. Now, overall, there are eight of the elements of positioning that he actually talks about. And what I'm going to do 
I want to make sure I find the right place here. I want to go back over and talk about the first, uh, I believe I want to talk about the first four, and if we have time, I will keep uh, moving in on the latter half of the four as well, okay? He says, what to do with those you attract? He says, once you begin, first of all, to become attractive, not everyone who tries to make contact with you will be beneficial. He says, my response to that is, treat everyone who tries to make contact with you with respect and with dignity, the same way that you would want someone to treat you if you were trying to connect with them. It's a universal law, probably better known as karma, or the world paying you back for what you do. Here's what to do also. He says, in my lifetime, one of the most interesting and powerful elements of my own success has been giving things away to others without measuring. I have never given something to someone and told them, you owe me one. I've always just freely given without expectation. This way, the world will pay me back or someone else in the world will pay me back tenfold. Sometimes the person will pay me back, but I consider it a surprise or a kiss rather than a debt. If you're going to try to make a connection, um, it doesn't it seem kind of logical that you would want to connect with those who could help you the most, right? Away? Does it also seem logical that you would want to be in front of as big of a prospect base as possible? He says, when I write my column, it appears on weekly business newspapers, a high percentage of the readers are those people, business executives, are entrepreneurs, my bad target audience. He says, here's my philosophy behind it. I put myself in front of people who can say yes to me, and I deliver value first. This has been my entire marketing strategy for the past 15 years. People read my column, get to know my philosophy, read something that they like, perhaps pass it on to others, and then my phone rings. Sometimes the phone rings with a request for more information. Sometimes the phone rings with a request for me to do a seminar. Or whatever it is, it's a lead, it's a connection, and a valuable one at that. I didn't connect with them. Hell, I didn't even know they existed. I just created a value message, and they called. Seems simple, but it's not easy. Some people read for years before they call, so I need to have a different value message each week. Here's a major aha moment. Would those same people have called if I had simply placed an ad in the paper, an ad claiming I'm the greatest sales trainer of all time? Doubtful. Unless the ad was an opportunity for them to come to one of my seminars after my column had appeared there in the same position for years. Now you begin to understand the word value. The law of attraction and the power of consistency in front of your target audience and their intention is to cold call them. That's someone between a poor joke and pathetic. On a cold call, you have to explain yourself, tell yourself, sell your company, sell your product, and face major rejection. Major being defined as someone between 85, I'm sorry, somewhere between 85 and 98% out of 100. That's pretty major. If you would have taken the time to mail or email those same 100 people something of value, some of them might have called you, and the ones that you decide to call will all take your call if you reference the value piece you previously sent them. Identifying a target audience is easy. Knowing how to get in front of them is harder, but it makes selling yourself much easier than cold calling. It makes connecting 
so much easier when you have become somewhat known to your prospective connectee. He says, go back to my weekly column for just one moment. It, it is it's in 95 business newspapers each week. Thousands of salespeople cut my column out and paste it on their office wall or keep it in a notebook. If I went around to any one of the cities where my column appears and began cold calling random businesses, odds are high that someone on the sales team read my column and saved it. They would be honored that I cold called them and would take me to their CEO in two seconds. I'm able to connect with them or anyone in their company through them because I delivered a consistent value message to them for years. Think about the connections that you want to make. And instead of just figuring out a script and dialing a number, why don't you try to create a strategy and a game plan for getting in front of them with a value message instead of trying to get in front of them with a cold call? He says, what are the three secrets of getting known? He says, throughout the course of this asset, I have drilled my secrets of getting known to make certain you know which three should have priority in your life and which three will give you the highest probability of creating the law of attraction, building relationships, and creating a reputation. I'm going to repeat them here. He says, number one is writing. Writing doesn't just not lead to connections, but writing, uh, it, it doesn't just lead to the law of attraction. Writing does, just, does not just lead to clarifying your thoughts and philosophies. Writing does not just lead to articles and books. Writing, he says, leads to wealth. Set aside 15 minutes a day when you first wake up and write. It's best if you have a laptop because you can correct as you go. Each morning, pick a topic. It's easiest if you start out recounting a story, something that happened with your pet, or maybe a travel experience, maybe something that happened with your family. Each day, you can keep the file, store it in a writing folder, and edit it again the following morning. You'll find all the flaws you couldn't find the morning you wrote it. Here's the editing secret. Don't just read it on the screen. Read it out loud. Every flaw will appear as you speak it. He says the next is an e zine, or better yet, an e newsletter. He says, I established the e zine sales caffeine in 2001. All I was trying to do was get a value message out to as many salespeople as I could, could to help them improve their sales. About six months later, I asked my subscribers to buy some of my books and products. They bought lots. I made a specific request in September 2000, of 2003. I asked them all to buy the sales Bible in the new paperback edition. On September 3rd, the sales Bible reached number one on Amazon at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. At that time, I had much more than 130,000 subscribers each week. I wish I could tell you the true power of the email magazine. I talk about it. Actually, I preach it based on what it has brought me. It's not just my weekly sales message, it's how I stay in touch with more than 130,000 salespeople, and it's a technology that you can employ today, Steel. He says, over the next millennium, the single most valuable asset you and your company will possess is your email mailing list. Build it and guard it with your life. Create a list of 26 tips that your customers can use. You now have the basis for six months' worth of weekly e-signs. 
go to a college that has graphic design courses and ask the instructor to create a class project to design your e-sign. You'll have over 25 incredible designs to pick from. Pay the winner $100 and give them a bottle of wine. Now gather all your email names, put them in a file, edit your e-sign, paste it in an email message, and hit the send button. Do that every week until you die, he says. He says number three is speaking. Just as writing leads to books, writing leads to speaking, the more you write, the more speech content you will amass. Then there's the matter of learning to speak in front of others and gaining enough confidence to speak in front of others. He says, fortunately, they go hand in hand. The more speeches you give, the more confidence you build. The secret, he says, is being prepared. Contrary to the popular belief and myth, people are not afraid to speak. They just are unprepared. Same with you. If your information is valuable and you have one ounce of dynamic passion in your soul, your message will be well-received and you will be perceived as a leader, as an expert, and eventually as an authority. Continue to write and build your information base. He says, call the Rotary Club or Kiwanis Club in your city. Find out the person's name in charge of booking speakers and book a speech that will force you to write the speech and practice it. He says, who knows you can be measured. I have at least three people a day come up to me and want to talk sales or tell me a story about a seminar of mine they went to or get me to sign their book. It's a nice feeling. It's also, though, a report card. He says, it takes time. I started writing in March of 1992. My first book came out in November of 94, and since 92, I have delivered more than 1,800 speeches and seminars, and every one of them a result of someone calling me. He said, 1,800 book engagements, zero sales calls. That's the power of writing. That's the power of giving value first. That's the result of getting in front of your audience with a value message. He says, here's a major clue for you. It takes thought to create value. You have to decide to do it, and you have to dedicate the time to do it. I have seen this work firsthand. I did it, and so can you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what I want to do now is I want to go and just go back to – give you what he's talking about in reference to uh, the assets. There were like 8.5 major assets that he wanted you to know. Um, And this is just so very, very important. Um, The 8.5 elements of positioning, he says, are number one, getting in print. Number two, being published. Number three, speaking in public. Number four, using the Internet to communicate value. Number five, taking an active role in your trade association. Number six, being noticeably different. Number seven, adding attraction to your outreach. Number eight, adding differentiation to your everyday business expression. And then he says 8.5, letting others sell for you. He says the power of testimonials cannot be denied. Testimonials make your reputation. They make sales when you can't, and they give proof to the statement you make. Customers and prospects believe others like themselves more than they will believe you. How true that is. 
So, of course, I just read from the Little Black Book of Connections. I hope that you have enjoyed that excerpt and that you will pick up your copy again of the Little Black Book of Connections. I want to go ahead now and I want to um, move into our topic of the day uh, as we continue on with our overall theme, Evaluating Your Business in 2018. Now, I can't uh, begin to tell you how important it is for you to go ahead and start evaluating your business. Uh, you want to evaluate so many different areas, and I want to encourage you to go ahead and listen to uh, the broadcast this uh, month so that you will get all caught up if you have not listened to them so far. So if you go to womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net, womenaboutbiz.net and click on podcast in the top right menu bar, um, it will take you to um, the Successful Woman Radio page and to the right, uh, is our broadcast player, and you will be able to click on um, Evaluating Your Year Part 1 and 2 uh, and also listen to last Monday's replay of The Power of Follow-Up. Uh, so please make sure that you go check that out. And also there is a really good uh, book synopsis of the Little Black Book of Connections for your reading uh, if you'd like to learn more about our book of the month. I want to move on with the four powers of strategy today for uh, as we continue on with just talking about the importance of evaluating your business. Now, these four powers that I'm going to share with you, I say that they are four powers because they really um, can light a fire fuel to you planning your business. It can really um, help you to take your business to the next level. Uh, so I want to go ahead and start with power number one in the four powers of strategy for your business. Number one is vision. Now, you know, you can ask any successful woman entrepreneur what drives her, and she's going to mention vision. Vision is vitally important, not just to your business, but your entire life. It represents your why and, of course, gives you purpose to move forward in bringing your thoughts and ideas into reality. As you journey through your business, you'll have some challenges and obstacles, but when you've completely at one, when you're completely at one with your why, your vision, you're able to withstand, of course, anything that comes your way. Your vision will keep you grounded and give you the level of belief you need to succeed. Now, in business, you're going to, of course, have a business vision. In life, you'll have your life vision. You know, there's some things personally that you want to do. Uh, your business vision, however, is pertaining just to the vision of, of where you want to see your business. And the monies that you generate as a result of you carrying that vision out, of course, are going to help you with accomplishing your personal life vision as well, right? The thing that I want to point out that's so very important is that you want to make sure that your life vision and your business vision, um, that they balance one another, that they do not conflict, okay? Very, very important. Because if in your life vision you want to spend more time with family, for example, you want to spend more time with your small children, you want to 
um, plan uh, field trips and do a lot of things that will require you to have a lot of time, but then turn around in your business vision um, and you want to go on the speaking circuit and you want to start traveling a lot, those two things may conflict a little bit, right? Uh, they may they they may not coincide with one another. So you want to make sure that whatever your life experience is that you want to have within a certain amount of time is you want to make sure that your business vision uh, is not conflicting with that, or else you will feel it internally. You will feel a tug, and you will you will um, feel like something's not right. Something is going on. Now, when you are developing a strategy for your business, the business vision is one of the first things that you want to take a look at. Uh, And again, you're going to have many uh, visions with an S. You're going to have many visions possibly in your business because uh, your vision is really kind of like a master goal, right? And so you're going to have multiple visions in business that you want to experience and maybe not just one thing that you want to experience in your business. Whatever those visions are, then, of course, you will need to establish goals for each one of those visions so that you can can really uh, accomplish those visions and see those visions come to pass. So this is why clarity is so important, right? Here's number two in the four powers of business strategy is focus. You know, the power of focus cannot be overlooked when creating your strategy uh, for your business. Many women admit that they often multitask so much that it's difficult to stay on track with what's important to them. Well, I want you to understand is that it's important for you to not only um, focus, but that you take your focus to another level, that you know what you should be prioritizing, you know what your priorities are, and then that you take them to uh, a level of implementation. And that is why focus is so very, very important. And when you learn how to focus better, when you learn how to block out outside distractions with your business, when you know how to put your business in priority and focus on the right things that are going to generate money for your business, then that indeed is very, very powerful because it then can take your business to that next level, okay? Here's the third power of strategy for your business is planning. Planning is so very important, and planning is all a part of being the CEO of your business. It's all a part of being the leader in your business. Now, planning is all about research. It's about understanding your target customer, your marketing, your sales, your workflow, and mapping out how you will accomplish your business goals. And remember, your business goals are supposed to be supporting your business vision or visions, right? And for each business vision, you're going to have goals to support it. And for each of those goals, you're going to have to have tasks so that you can properly implement and accomplish those goals, thereby uh, helping your vision to come to pass. As long as you're in business, ladies, you'll be responsible for continuously planning and tweaking your business strategy. And you're going to always be in the planning mode. That is, if you keep yourself um, as the CEO and leader and and not just always be in the labor role, you'll eliminate what's not working 
enhance and increase what is working. And business planning allows you to do that. So in your activity calendar each week as the CEO for your business, however much time you've given yourself to play that role, to be in that role, you need to you need to make sure that you're clear on what you need to be planning for the week, what you need to be taking a look at. And then last but not least, in the four powers of business strategy is action. Now, while planning is important, it must be implemented and managed. So it will take consistent action, and that's going to require a view, organization, managing your time, and following up. Now, if you remember, I mentioned that I did a replay of a previous broadcast um, on the power of follow-up, having that follow-up mindset. And so I definitely want to encourage you to go back to uh, our podcast on womenaboutbiz.net. Again, click on podcast in the top right menu bar. And um, over in the right-hand column is our player. You can listen to the previous broadcast from last Monday, the follow-up mindset. Um, as I was saying, it's going to take consistent action. It's going to require you to be organized and know how to manage your time and know how to follow up, but it will also require you to develop a team of people and resources that will serve as your support structure, okay? Uh, one of the things about being a leader is your ability to delegate, your ability to subcontract others to help you get things done in a faster pace. Um, being a solo entrepreneur, it doesn't mean that you're all by yourself or that you should be by yourself. It means that you must be creative in delegating and using the talent of others to help you grow your business. So there you have it, four powers of business strategy, vision, focus, planning, and action. And, of course, this has everything to do with business evaluation because as you are evaluating your business and the whole reason that you are evaluating your business is so that you can identify improvements and changes that need to be made in your business, right? So you can start developing your strategy for the rest of this year and for 2000. And 19. So I hope that you guys took good notes on this. I hope that you will go ahead and you will start taking what I have shared with you about evaluating your business, um, about some of the strategies and the tools that I have used in doing that, and you definitely take to heart the four powers of business strategy and that you make sure you are implementing these as you are managing your business, as you are leading your business. And if you haven't developed a, a position description for yourself as a leader in your business, this is the time to do so. Uh, there's no time like now right? So very, very important. Um, and, you know, I can't tell you enough about evaluating your business and how that's going to actually help you uh, to, to have a heightened awareness of where you need to be. And I, I can tell you without a doubt, 
that being a leader and knowing how uh, to manage your company, knowing how to take your business to the next level through the process of evaluation, uh, by knowing how to implement the four powers of business strategy, um, you will you will feel the power. You will you will feel so clear and have such a clear understanding of where you should be. But it's not just something that's a one-time thing. Uh, what I have learned is that. Every morning as a CEO, as a leader of your business, you really have to schedule that quiet time for yourself to really um, wheel yourself back in, to get you yourself focused back on what's important in the business, where do I need to be. And, again, you can't say yes to every good thing. You're going to have to learn to say yes only to the things that are supporting your vision and where you're trying to go, right? So very important. I can't stress that enough. Well, I want to go ahead now and just share with you a couple of things that are going on uh, at Women About Biz as we look forward to uh, getting back into the fall season, coming on in there, and and, um, start back with some great uh, teleclasses and webinars. And so we have a great uh, free teleclass coming up called It's Time for My Success. Um, And, of course, during this information-packed seminar, you're going to learn why the technique of visioning is priority for successful business techniques, how to gain your mental wealth, moving past fear, and courage, right? And you're going to learn the three most important roles in small business, three things that you can do right now to see incredible changes overnight. So you can go uh, to events in the top red menu bar at, at uh, womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, .net. And then you can register for It's Time for Your Success. And again, you're going to learn so many things about um, why it's important to have vision. You're going to learn how to move past fear and onto courage. Uh, changing your circle of influence. You're going to learn all those things. And so, again, I'm, I'm excited about it. And so go ahead and get yourself registered for It's Time for Your Success coming up on August 28th tomorrow at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. I look forward to teaching this particular uh, course. You guys, I want you to have such a wonderful and productive week, okay? Uh, Stay tuned for next Monday as we bring you uh, a whole new theme for the month of September. And remember, success is yours for the taking. So here's the positive choices that you make this week that will yield favorable results. You guys, once again, have a great week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.